What's good, what's good people? What's, what's going on? What's good, what's good people? Y'all good? Man, going, man we good. We Indeed. Good. How y'all feeling? We got the nose ring in. We got the bum popping. <laughs> 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 oh, Let's get it. You know, tighten up. Tell them tighten up on their backstroke. His birthday coming up. You know, I do a little something different. You know, all right, okay. all right. You know, I had to, you know, stun on them real quick. <laughs> How they you, you got some, you got some plan, plan? Because you don't, you ain't, you ain't told us yet if you got some plan, plan or not. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just gonna ask myself. Um, not really. My girls got something planned. Um, tonight, as y'all know, is the um 50th birthday bash for Shadow. Who is part of Six Oh Six Crew? Who was on here oh, okay. two That's weeks tonight. ago? Mm-hmm. So it's oh, tonight, okay. and I'm going to that tonight. And then for the rest of the week, I'm just up here doing what I feel like doing, whatever I feel like doing. Tomorrow probably gonna be a rest day. Thursday I got some stuff planned. Friday I don't have nothing planned. Saturday my goal is to go chill in somebody's cigar lounge for some hours, and then Sunday they got something else planned. Okay. Okay. How? And what day is actually the date of birth? My actual birthday is Sunday, which is August first. Okay. So thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. So if y'all want to send your girl a cash app, it's the little dollar sign, Leo Rochelle. I put that in the cash app and in the comments. Definitely want to see you something and leave by you a couple of rounds. You know what I'm talking about? Yay. Thank you. I thank ain't doing you. shit. I ain't doing shit for you. So? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't sending you a motherfucking thing either. Whatever. <laughs> I don't get no cash out there, say, from Voltros. <laughs> Hey. It's gonna be a problem. Hey, hey, one. you put yours up. Just put mine up there too in the comments. So yeah, you just go. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so listen What's popping, everybody? They checking in. They checking in. They they are. They are. Let me do the good stuff, you know, so we can go ahead and get this thing popping off. Oh yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Fat Girl Chronicles, where we get all up in your business each and every Tuesday, right here. On Facebook and YouTube and JQLM Radio. Um, hey y'all. So, so if you have not downloaded the JQLM Radio app, make sure you do so. And if you have not 
go on over to YouTube and follow the Fat Girl Chronicles, make sure you do so. Just go over to YouTube, type in the Fat Girl Chronicles, and you will see us there. And then you can go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that bell right next to it. Because guess what that does for you? That gives you all the notifications each and every time we go live. All right. We got the squad in the building. We're part of the squad. We so got much. the fellas. We got the hey. fellas in the building. Let's Me and the fellas. It ain't hey. supposed to be like that, but you know. <laughs> Listen, that's cool. I like the fellas. You know, I rocks with y'all. Me and the fellas out here riding it out. And then we got our special guest on the show tonight. Miss Ayana Bean in the building. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, nice. we got Miss Bean in the building from BET's American Gangster Trap Queen Edition. She coming out here to tell us about her story. We're going to give y'all a little clip of her story before we bring her on. But, you know, she went from Trap Queen to Ball. She out here writing books and doing all of those, all these amazing things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and everybody's story don't start off a fairy tale. Shit, I know mine didn't. So <laughs> we're Man, gonna let her come on. Like... Right. She's trying to get into the end of the nightmare right now. She okay. So um she got a book coming out. Um, a year and a day is the name of her book. Make sure y'all She'll give y'all all the information, how to go find all that good stuff, how to tap in with her. But I'm going to give y'all this little clip. Then we're going to bring her on, chop it up with her, and go ahead and do that thing thing. So hold on one second. Here we go. I have access to all these checks. I was responsible for accounts of graduate students. The United States charged her with $1,000. I was addicted to not being broke. Yeah, just yeah, do it on EIP. And listen, then add a SIM card with it. Listen. Listen, listen. Hey, I feel it when she said I'm addicted to not being broke. Because oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here trying to do everything possible to not be broke. So we're going to go ahead yeah. and bring our special guest on here with her bomb self, bomb beautiful self. First, let me say this. When I reached out to her, like her attitude and her positivity was top notch. Um, everything. She been sharing the shit out of the post, just like she was part of the team. <laughs> so I am definitely excited to have her on. Shout out to her and her team. Also, even her assistant. Her assistant is bomb as hell. We had a nice little conversation prior to uh the show a few weeks back so it's been nothing but good energy and good vibes so i'm gonna go ahead and bring her on here let's get it gangsta 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 what's going on so everybody, this is Miss Ayana Bean. Uh oh, did it mute her? Yeah, it muted her. Muted her. She muted. Her. We can't uh, hear. You gotta unmute. <laughs> you gotta hit your mute button. Yeah. Oh, you don't want. Oh, you don't want to talk to us for real. Right. Huh? Oh, you don't really want to talk to us, huh? <laughs> it's messing with her. There you go. She got the automatic yeah, mute. It keep, it keep, it keep, it keep, 
There you go. It's like keep going back all by itself. Okay. There we go. We got you, girl. <laughs> now we can hear you. <laughs> yep. So, hey, girl. Okay. okay, good. I'm so sorry about that. Thank you for having That's okay. That's okay. Me. Hello. Thank you for the uh deciding to come on here with us. Hello. Joe, for sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on your platform. I told I really appreciate it. I appreciate no it. No problem at all. So tell the people a little bit about yourself. Cause I know they're gonna want to know. Like I said, I played the video clip um about your your Yes, I saw uh, that. That premiere on good. Yeah, your premiere on um American Gangster uh, Trap Queen Edition. So, what what happened or what started the whole situation with you for for you to end up on Trap Queens? <laughs> uh oh, let's give her the flux again. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's just going close me. I don't know. I look like um, I'm going to you, you right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we, we can. can. Keep That's freezing. Uh oh. Yep. And it froze. I don't know. I should take it off of Wi Fi. Let's see. That's okay. we going to let her get her, her little things together. That was mm -hmm. okay. Now, like, I messed Okay. Well, I'm here? <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the funniest. <laughs> yep. It's probably her internet. Um, it's That's like how B was on Sunday, Trost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, my first question is, did you pay your internet bill? <laughs> like, all that damn money you got. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You don't really, you ain't really want to talk. We gonna let. No, her it's thing is freezing. It's it gotta be her internet. Um, yeah. We all know how that go. For sure. Me better than anybody else. <laughs> I'm about to say, trust better than anybody else on this thing. Come back, all y'all come back with, uh, with the internet. <laughs> Yo, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. It, you know. Technology ain't nothing but the devil, the devil, the devil. Mm -mm. So, Pop Pop, how things been with you? We haven't seen you. What you wasn't here last week. You've been busy. Super busy, super busy, super grind. It was a crazy day today. Like I say, technology ain't nothing but the devil. Like, I'm trying to send you the new music moments. I record it, keep saying it's too long. I'm just like frustrated. Like, I just got it in until you made what, an hour before the show? <laughs> Uh -huh. I got it uploaded. And, I, and I, so did, I did it again, and it still said it was too long. And I was like, I'm looking over all the videos. I'm like, yo, I had some way longer than this. Uh -huh. What the fuck is going on? And it was like, <laughs> so I sped it up a little bit to bring the time down. And I was like, I don't know how to trim it and do it. You know what I'm saying? You know, people think I'm so tech savvy. I'm not really tech savvy. I you just learned how to do two or three things. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you say you sped it up. Yeah, I sped it up just a little bit just to cut the time down. And it worked. So it got it down to And the songs yeah. don't like sound different? Nah. Nah. Oh, they, okay. they, they sped they sped up just a little bit, but not enough the way you'd be like, oh, is that how that song sounds? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like he yeah. picked some trash this week. He picked some trash. <laughs> no, nah, we know you ain't picking no trash because you ain't never brought no trash on here for no for the new music moment. So I don't expect you to bring none no time soon. So have it sound have it sound like Mickey Mouse music. This nigga that went to the Mickey Mouse show. I hope not. Hey, you talking about the the music? Just imagine how you would have sounded. It should be a it should be a we're gonna go ahead and go out of this and we'll bring you another new music moment next next week (laughs) (laughs) we definitely wouldn't have been playing no mickey mouse shit Cause no, that's not what we do around these parts. Hey, shout out! What's up, Pam? What's going on, Dars man? Hey, Pam, Michelle, all the ladies, ladies, We got our regulars in the building. We got Redbone. We got Pam, Michelle, Miss Doris. Hey, Kendra. We got Danielle. We got Trisha. We got all the ladies, all the ladies in the building tonight. Yeah, in the building. They in here, they in here. So what's going on with you? What's going and on with you? Stream yard want to flex on our guests. That's right. You know, it's okay. We're going to give her a second and hopefully it'll pop back on. And it's Leo Rochelle birthday, Rochelle birthday this week. She started off the night at the, at the Freestyle Fanatic party. Yes. And if you are in the Chicagoland area, I'm, matter of fact, let me let me go ahead and give y'all the little one, two, one, two of the. Um, the video of what's going on tonight. If you are in the area, make sure you hop on over to Sub T tonight. The doors open at 10 o'clock. Uh, the doors open at 10 o'clock and they going oh, until they going. You Man. know, it's going to be hella fun. This is their first one back. They did this for 21 years prior to the pandemic. So, it's a lot of people that's going to be excited to be in the building tonight. So, as soon as the show over, I'm hauling ass because I ain't standing in no long ass line. Okay? Come on now. You know they ain't going to do that to you. They, they not. They not. I'm going to just call on my way. Like, uh, I'll be there in a few minutes. So, come Man. on to the door. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? What's up, Marcus? What's hey, Marcus. On, but I'm going to give y'all this little video clip real quick so y'all can go ahead and make sure y'all are in the building tonight. So hold on real quick. You know you like that. They wanna know who I'm coached by Every day approached by chicks when I was both top Wanna get me so side, but I'm like, don't try I see the hisses and the dishes when I go by But see the misses on my wrists when I float by Self-control and I can't tell you no lie Tryna find a soulmate, you end up being so tired I make my money, man, without the coca Living la vida without the loca I'm down south, so they show me country love And I ain't even country thug The people give me daps and hugs so it must be love And I love the country grub It feel good to hear people singing Hey, hey. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. See how that music make me feel. It made me put my hood up and my glasses uh-huh. on. Hey. I see you. You, you Yo, ready to be fresh, your B-boy Yo, what's up? It's your ay, man, Fifth Guard Moon Sun. Yo, we celebrating Leon Rochelle's <laughs> birthday tonight. Y'all come out and hang out at the Freestyle Fanatic joint. Listen. It's been, word is born, B. If you're in the Chicago area, be there. Be square. <laughs> Not the B. Listen. Uh, Yo, listen, Chicago, listen. turn up. Turn up for me, shot. Definitely turn up, turn up. Let's see, let's see. Let's hope, uh, let's see. Let's see if we can add her back to the stream. Yeah, there she go. There you go. I switched phones and I'm hoping. (laughs) Well, what happened is I caught I I went on another phone to the show itself, and it sounded better on the other phone. Mm. So I'm thinking that maybe phone was better. So now, because you know, I got two phones. You know. Okay. 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 Of course you do. That's how we going to do that. Because you got to, boss, real yeah. bosses got two phones. Okay. They ain't oh, I'm a fake boss. I'm you. No, just <laughs> I only got one phone. <laughs> you got two numbers. No, that's, though. That's, 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 <laughs> you got two numbers. Thank though, you, so boss. Technically, Sorry. two phones. No. Sorry. It don't look um, like that. Uh, it's a business number. Are you good? Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. We're okay. used to okay. it because, you know, we've been having, I don't know what's going on. We've been having all kind of technical difficulties here and there, like periodically. So it comes with the territory. So we fine yeah. and you fine too. So okay. we're going to hop yeah. back on in this thing. <laughs> and uh, we want to know, like, what brought on the overall situation for you um, to end up on BET's American Gangster Trap Queen? From the beginning. Okay. Okay. With, um, so I was contacted um, by a young lady who's a producer here from Massachusetts that was working with the production company for BET um, Trap Queens. And she she knows my family. We, you know, our families know each other. So she knew my story um, anyways. And so when they're working on the production and they're looking for people, she she contacted my sister like, Yo, I know your sister. You know, I'm the white picket fence. Everything got to look right. <laughs> I want to be on BET, but not as a... A criminal, <laughs> you know. Right. So um, after after talking to um, you know, my family. I mean, I had really um, I came home from prison in 2014. I had a regular job. I was just working like I don't want to do nothing extra. I don't want to try to do no business. I don't want to do anything. I just want to be a regular person and just forget about any dreams I had of doing nothing. You know. But after um, working at the gym a couple of years, <laughs> I was like, okay, God, uh, tell me this. If you say this is the life I'm supposed to be living, just going to work every day, doing nothing else, then 
let it be so. I accept it. I'll just continue to climb this ladder, do the best that I could do right where I'm at, right? But I'm like, but, but man, if this is not for me, please send me, <laughs> send me a sign or something that there's more, you know, that there's more for me. So, you know, when that call came, it was about, you know, it was about that. I was at that point when like, this just can't be all, you know, um, I've always been a given person. I always wanted to help. And when they, when they came to me with it, it was like, no, I'm not, a, I don't want nobody to know that that's what I did. Because a lot of my friends didn't know this at all. You know, that. so what I did was I thought about it. I talked to my sons about it. Like, Hey, you know, I think that if my story can help another young lady or someone that's in a dark place, thinking about doing crazy decisions or has made some crazy decisions, but they feel like they're the only ones who had done this, you know, that if I could reach one person and let them know that I know exactly what it's like, exactly where you've been, where you're going, and this is my story, there's still light at the end of this tunnel, you know? So um, I decided to... Uh -oh. Get cut off. <laughs> sure, that's not what she decided to do. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Listen, it is. Um, can't get into the story. This story, this, this, this shit, story so right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I was up last night at like three o'clock, looking at her story, like making sure I refresh myself and remember, like. You know, like two hundred and forty thousand. Like I remember that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I saw three hundred thousand. Well, it was on the first. That was on the the first go round. No. <laughs> Pam said, "Uh, uh, girl." The guy said, "Uh, uh, girl." Don't say that one. <laughs> but uh, -oh, she back. There we go. Okay, okay. We back. We back. Okay. Well. There we go. Yeah, she back. You can hear me. We on here get the hell up. Hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. I turned the Wi-Fi off. I'm here. I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but it's okay. Because listen, you gonna tell this story tonight, okay? It's just <laughs> tonight. She said tonight. <laughs> It's just trying to be a booger. Like, if you cut the internet off, then you might not get as good of a service, but then you cut the uh, internet back on, then it's cutting up and chopping your shit up. So, right. I just be trying to stick to not having no uh, Wi Fi because I definitely right. didn't want to. Um, because I was, I ain't know what my service gonna be like where I'm at either. So, I'm like, uh. Luckily, it's been working. So you got the the you in the birthday hideaway spot, low key. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. <laughs> hey, Marcus, I think hers might be a little worse. I don't know. <laughs> thank you, Marcia. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, Pam, we this is why we love you. This is why we love you. Cause the story gonna get told either way, whether it's uh, whether it's real fast or real slow. However, it's gonna go. The story gonna get told no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because 
it's important for people to know other people's situations and other people's beginnings because everybody don't um come from not you know everybody don't come from these situations where it leads us to six figures and all of this other kind of stuff so in the midst of us doing what we need to do in order to become who we need to come shit a lot of us have made some some decisions that wasn't uh that ended up not the best for us shit Mm -hmm. um so we gotta understand that being humble and and accepting your story as your own, you know, accepting right. your story as your truth is okay. Like all of the shit ain't easy. It ain't all uh roses and rainbows and shit. So yep. as we keep moving along mm-hmm. and doing what we're doing, everybody's story is important. So we just gotta continue to be patient and understand the journey. What's some of the old folks you just stay with? What's that? What's that little phrase I heard before? I heard an old guy told me one time. Let's say the world is a stage. You just got to play your part to the Listen, best. Listen, all of the world is a stage, okay? And then it's yeah. like no matter what you like, no matter if you're doing something positive or negative, if you're trying to aspire to be great in whatever it is, you're gonna take a risk, whether it's a legal risk or illegal risk. And everything is a risk when you're trying to Every shoot day. so high. You know what I'm saying? Like. If you ain't trying to be mediocre, you're gonna have to I'm tell you. But when I saw her first risk, she took that 240,000 when they got and she only got three months. I started to be like, hmm. <laughs> 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 I can do a hard three <laughs> with no restitution paying back. What? Real, <laughs> what? Look at I said, look at God. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think I can make it three months, goddammit. Not to look at God. Shit, I go hey, in look, and hey, write, look, been, write my next court, book. I'm in court and the, and the judge say, uh, no restitution, and you got served three months. I would have been like. <laughs> and that's your I'm that shit. I'm serious. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Uh, Man. <laughs> Oh, y'all are silly as hell. But the whole but the whole story is like just overall um seeing her story and I'm excited to get the book when it comes out. Just so like it I'm pretty sure it has more details about her story, about what happened and all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely a story that people should pay attention to. If somebody gives of themselves in that way to tell their story. And put it out there um, when they know that the world can really uh, tear at them or dig into them because of their story. I applaud anybody who put their story inside of a book because that shit ain't easy. So, um, make yourself vulnerable. Hell yeah. And that ain't easy to be vulnerable for the world to see. That is not the easiest thing to do. That is not the easiest thing to do. It's not easy to be vulnerable for the world to see. It's not easy for um, you yeah. to. That's why. That's why I need her to come on back all in. Your come business. On Did the check help? Yeah. Let's easy. see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what it, we can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. <laughs> 
guys. I'm so sorry. I'm 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 trying everything I can. Oh, that's all good. You fine. This, you fine. We just okay. It's all good. We're gonna make we it. We're just talking do. about uh what we did see um okay. of your story, and you know that we excited to read your book. Because it takes a lot for somebody to be able to put themselves and their story on display for the world to see. And that's and that's another thing. Like this isn't a something scripted. Um, this wasn't even something I was healed about at the time. So when I I'm, I'm t- it was not easy at all. But with um, you know hosts like you, shows like yours, what you all have been doing is teaching me how to talk and helping me to be okay with talking about it. Um, for sure. When I did uh, American, yeah, everybody has it. But you know, when you're not, when you when you went through something, and if you're like me, like I, you know, I had, I had, you know, bad stuff. I it wasn't me, you know. But doing a show, it put everything out there. It ain't no secret. Everybody, you know, <laughs> you know, it's out there. Right. So now with, um, I remember doing a podcast one time, like right after, and it was kind of like, oh, all right. even when the producers were asking me questions, you should just see my face. It was like. I'm answering that. I'm not, not you know. Like, <laughs> girl, what you want you for then? You ain't gonna answer the question. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because I wasn't, I wasn't, so this is what it taught me. I wasn't comfortable with myself. I had not accepted myself, all of everything. I was not healed from everything. And I'm still playing a game with myself because it's like, you want a show about crime, but you want to can act like you just this music person, smart person. You don't, you don't want even people that I had on there that were interviewing. Some of them only knew I had been in jail when I told them, "Hey, do you want to do an interview with BET for me?" Oh, they're like, "Yeah, girl, I knew you was out of town doing some music stuff." <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> was like you, you was in the studio with, with the baby. You was in the studio with the baby. So you mean all those months that she was gone and I ain't see yeah. you? Your ass was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And that's the honest So you was locked just, up like, for real, for real. <laughs> like you, you, like you wouldn't do. It's like, listen, I'm a regular person. Anybody's capable of doing anything. You never know. People always say, well, if it was me, this is I would have did. Yeah, you're saying that because it wasn't you. It didn't happen to you. You don't know what your response is going to be. You don't know what your reaction is going to be until it actually happens to you. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't grow up like that. I wasn't. Well, you know, let me slide back. OK, because, again, y'all are y'all are like, again, this helps me. So I appreciate you all. And I want to tell you, it? even though I couldn't hear you well. And this wasn't working well. I see how you all kept continuing on by talking about the different things I mentioned, and that's really, that's really a, a great, a great thing to be able to do. Not everybody knows to do it. Just be like, look, girl, bye. All right, didn't work. Bye. Oh hell no! <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm, 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 I just want you to know how grateful and appreciative I am that you know you all know how to continue to move with it and are still interested in having me so thank you oh, it helps. Yeah. like we, oh, we still perfecting our that. craft we still learning <laughs> like the whole situation is something that we're all learning perfecting and growing right. in the midst of doing so now nah, we was just gonna rock out till till it gets yeah, together well, and <laughs> so <here> we are. <laughs> hey, everybody did some shit <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody did. Man. I did some shit I could talk about, but I ain't gonna talk about because I don't know the statutation of limitations. You know what I'm <laughs> I mean, right. it wasn't on your scale. It wasn't on your scale. I, mean, I was able to put a little gas in the car. You know what I'm saying? You Pam said PGC is for the peoples, and we are, we are, we are here for the people. So I love it. I love it. So I, I really just wanted to not miss a beat without letting you all know how professional that you are and what a great job that you're doing. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank um, you. Appreciate you. So one of the one of the one of the things about this is again, we were talking about when I was going to the show and being asked these questions, I really thought that it was something that I could do. You know, someone asked you to do something, it's like, yeah, I could do it. And then it happens, it's like, no, I'm not, this is not what I was expecting. (laughs) 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 This this wasn't a, I'm I'm actually not ready for what I asked for, you know? But guess what? Now's the time, you're sitting here, you're in a chair, the people come in, you meet them five minutes before, and here it is asking you, your personal business, like stuff. I'm, I don't know if you like that for you to be at. Well, you, who told you that? You know, this is, right. this, is how it was. Right. this is how it was. But I had to roll with it. And now as time has gone on, it's like, wow, that was really a beautiful thing because I'm okay with talking about it. I have accepted. So it let me know I've accepted me. I've right. accepted what I've done. I'm not fully healed from everything, but I'm so healed. I'm so much more free in myself that I'm okay mm. with it. Like, ask me whatever. I'm, one thing I'm always going to do is be real about it and tell you the truth. That's one thing. Please come and get me. Look, we ain't got no trial to do, man. Look, yep, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> 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 that's that's what it was. That's what I did. I don't, we don't need to. <laughs> on now. This is what it is. <laughs> it's a paper trail. So there was no backing out of that. I, I didn't feel that I got any, um, mistreatment. I felt like I actually got, you know, I I was facing five years the first time. And and that's another thing with the show. You might think that it's one case, but it was two cases in a 10 year period of time, separate oh, from wow. each other. Wow. So my first case was um 2005. So I was um I was working at two different colleges. I embezzled over a quarter of a million of dollars, right? And again it was over a period of time. Um I was arrested after I left one school to go to the next. And they came there. I was thinking we were being audited, <laughs> but they were asking me. Then they, when they mentioned the other school, I said, oh, so who are you all? Y'all are, so I'm being arrested. <laughs> this is what it is, right? I, I'd have been like, hey, man. Hey, hey I, don't, I don't even work there no more, man. Hey, you, y'all, miss, y'all miss me. <laughs> y'all missed your beat. Don't Look, come over I'm, here with I'm that shit, Ray Ray. Huh? Huh? <laughs> it was just one of those things where it's like i was moving so fast i was doing things so fast right it started off a little slow but then i started doing things way over my own head so i said man i have to leave this job i'm never gonna stop doing this these checks keep coming in here i keep trying to put them i look it just fall right in my hand i just gotta do it I just keep saying, <laughs> one more time, one more time, last time, last like a, time. Like a drug. It's like a drug. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I kept doing that. And I thought the only way I could stop doing that was leaving that job. So I leave that mm. job and I go still working in the educational, you know, in higher education. But now this position is I'm just dealing with the loans. So I'm not, I shouldn't be touching any checks or nothing like that 
like the other position. Lo and behold, they still do things a little bit similar. So there was some checks still coming in. It was like, dang, I can't. This maybe just what I'm supposed to do. I don't know. You know, definitely feel like that at that point. <laughs> it's a like sad. I, I thought okay. I ran from the issue and then ran I right into the issue. I That's proof issue where I'm gonna leave that job. I won't have anything to do with it. And that's what people do when you, you know, that's what we do as a normal person. You, if you're trying to self-medicate, <laughs> right? Right. You're right. gonna go and you instead of going to the doctor, you're gonna go to the streets. You know, uh, instead of really figuring out how to solve a problem, you're just figuring it out in your own head. That the way that it could work for you still, you know, it still wasn't right, you know. But that was my me trying to do it to not do something. So I get to the other school. I wasn't there but for a couple of months, you know, before the people came. Yeah. And when they came, it was like, wow, I, I, all right. And I'm, and then and then listen get me. This is how crazy Ayana was. I said, okay, so listen here. You don't have to put no handcuffs on me in front of all these people, though, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, like, yeah. I'm a, I have a professional <laughs> person. I have a big office. You know, can we at least cover up my hands? I mean, I, I'm not running or anything, you know. But it was spring break. So there were really not, there weren't any kids around, but there were you know, different, you know, different co-workers or whatever. And one of the co-workers of mine was a woman from my grandmother's church. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> she like, was oh. grandma. It's like, oh, man, this is just crazy. But the man told me, he said, you know what? Don't worry about it. We're going to walk you out. I'm going to put my jacket over your, 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 your hands, but I do have to handcuff you. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, and we'll put them, you know, they were nice to me. He said, we'll put them down real low. Mm. So really notice it. So my homeboy at the security desk, when I was leaving, I had the two guys. I was like, he's like, all right, Bean, um, see you um, next week. We're going to the, some, some party thing we were supposed to do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> thought she was coming right home. <laughs> I, I, didn't know what, I really didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what was going to happen at all. You know, I didn't know. I had never been arrested before that time. So like how far were like your 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 jobs from your neighborhood? Because I know at first you were saying that um like nobody know you was gone, but like like where you work like halfway across the city. Like how did nobody oh. know? Like what happened? Because you know like people talk, and like you said, it was a lady from the church there that you know they talk a lot. They do. <laughs> they had your business she out there before you. She was at grandma in them circle. <laughs> You know, right. she, she said, <laughs> "That was my grandma in them circles, so they older, so they don't really know." She didn't yeah, really know. Like, they being they in, in the phone with each other. It, it was on. The, it was on the Wednesday. She was up at Bible study. She said, "Lord, let's pray. <laughs> Lord, I'm gonna pray for everybody." And also, Emma May, granddaughter, that got locked up at work today. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <married>. No. <laughs> <laughs> they could have until I was getting off of work to do that. They didn't have to do it after lunch, you know. Right, right, <laughs> right. You know, right. But I mean, <laughs> that's what's supposed to happen, and I'm I'm okay with it. You know, it happened. I that's what I did, and that's what I deserve to happen to me because of what I did. You know, had I been not necessarily. You so I guess what I'm saying is like you helped a lot of people's situation when you did what you did. So was it not worth it? Well, I can tell you this. I'm going to tell you an honest answer to that. I felt like at the time that what I was doing was worth it. Right. 
But nothing is worth any minute of your life sitting behind bars. No, no, none, no money is worth it. None of it's worth it. When they do that, go on that show, the 60 days or 30 days, I'd be like, you could never get me. <laughs> you could never get me to go in there for a show. I, no, I wouldn't do that because no matter what you can. Now, I could c come back into the, to the world and quadruple the bread I had. Right. But I can't come back into the world and go back to grab that time that I missed. Mm -hmm. you know? So anybody who's in any situation, the first thing they should think about is how much is your time worth? Because if you're mm. talking about a couple of hundred thousand dollars, a couple of million dollars, okay, you have that money right now. Well, until they come and freeze it, depending on your crime, they come and freeze in your bank account, right? Mm. So now you can't, you can't get that. So now I had two young sons for my first case. My sons were in fifth grade and seventh grade. Now I'm turning to a mm. real, real criminal because I'm, I'm telling my kids, I'm at some women's conference for three months. <laughs> you know, I'm just on the phone lying to them. And it was like, well, mom, why can't we have people? Normally, when I would go out to different music events and stuff like that, I would bring my kids with me. You know, so mm. we they fly, they're flying with me. So it was like, well, how is it that you're going to a women's conference and you didn't bring us with you? That doesn't make sense. But they still went on with, this is the lie mommy's telling, I guess, you know, I would talk to them. I didn't have no visitors while I was incarcerated either time. I didn't want my family to see me in that position. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't want them to have that picture of me, you know, and like, I didn't do it. So I didn't see them for that whole time. I talked to them on the phone. I tried not to call so often because it just hurt to not be a mom. I've been a mom since I was 17 years old, you know? So that was, mm -hmm. that was the worst part. That was the worst part. And it wasn't worth any of that money. Although my son probably loved all the Jordans and everything he had. And he might think it was worth it then. <laughs> like, I had to see you for three months, but I got all of this. You know, that might have been. Right. I got everything I wanted. So it evens <laughs> out. <laughs> but honestly, the value, like back then, I say that money was a big value because it gave me freedom and it took a lot of stress away from the situation that I was in. So, you know, just like any other person, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you can't do this or that. You, you got to choose between this or that. Rob, Peter, pay Paul, this bill or that bill. That's a sucky feeling every month, right? Mm -hmm. So I had freedom. Well, I love the freedom of not having that stress, <laughs> that problem. I had to think about, okay, it, you know, I had a relationship that, you know, I was in a relationship where my partner was addicted to a substance. So that was another form of, we had to feed that, feed the kids, feed us, get to work. You know, it was a, it wasn't an easy situation. But I that- I kind of want to answer the question that we had from uh, one of our great listeners that look like they just kind of, a lot of people know your story a little bit. Like Michelle, Michelle had a great question. Cause everybody that was watching, about everybody, uh, yeah. everybody that knew she was going to be on, everybody, like, oh, nice. let me go watch so I can ask yeah. some questions. So <laughs> Michelle said, uh, well, Michelle said, was the toxic boyfriend and his issues the start of you going down the wrong path? If so, what advice would you give a young woman in similar circumstances? 
Okay, Michelle, thank you for asking me that question. And that's a good question. Um, so I'll give it to you how I felt at the time and what I feel now that I've been through it. Okay. Um, my boyfriend wasn't always toxic. We were together since high school. So this was my best friend and also the father of my children. So I didn't think it was toxic. I thought you're in trouble. I have to help you. We got, you know, we're a unit. I didn't see it like that. I didn't see it any other way. Um, my grandparents been married their whole entire life. This is my kid's father. This is who I feel I'm gonna be with my whole entire life. We're supposed to, you fall down, I'm right. supposed to do it together. So I understood drug addiction because I had family members in drug addiction. So it wasn't like, oh, what a surprise, big deal. It was something that I was, that already had affected my life since I was a kid, right? But now everything I was trying to do was to fight not having that in my household and not having that around my children but then it ends up being there. So now, like I said earlier, you all people always say, well, if it was me, this is what I would do. I didn't expect that that's what I would do. <laughs> you know, it put pressure mm -hmm. on me to keep our family moving. Um, it put pressure on me to, to make sure that my kids didn't notice that something was wrong. So I used that, um, I used again, things to cover up toxicity. Mm -hmm. And I, and I hate to say that, and I sh and I don't want to ever use a person as any reason as to why I did any anything, um, because that choice was mine and I made that choice. But the pressure from the addiction and how we needed to survive and you know I needed to to live and just take care of the basics, that was taking everything that we had. You know, and so again, my, my train of thought there was I, I just got to help my partner. This is my partner here right. and I got to help. We got to do something. So now today, Ayana will tell you, listen here, you got to take care of yourself and your stuff and someone else has to take care of their stuff. You can still be supportive of someone, but if they're not, if we're not going to support continuing to do what you're doing, we'll support you going to do what you should do, not what you want to continue to do. So if you're in a situation where someone's doing something that is not only just affecting them, but it's affecting you to a point where you feel like, I, I one time I felt like I was the user. You know, mm. I, I, I wasn't doing my hair going to work. I was, my head was down when I would walk down the street because everybody knew myself and my partner and what was going on, who knew us. So to me, I was ashamed, you know, and I really was, it was stressful to me. Like there was one time I tried to get me a nice ponytail, nice weed ponytail. I went and when she took my hair down, I had a big gigantic dollar size bald spot there. Mm. Damn. And it wasn't because I did any, it was because of the stress that the I was stress. under. Yep. No, it was the stress I was under. It was a, it was a tough time, but as a mom, women, mom, everything you know you're the you gotta have a brave face you gotta be tough and you gotta still continue to move forward because i gotta show these boys that you know we we good you know and i want to try to do something i'm not trying to be a mogul here too i'm trying to do some things too so i can't say that was fully one person's fault there were things that i wanted to do too and that was also helping me to do it as well 
So no, if you're in this situation today, I guarantee you the best thing that you could do for yourself is to remove yourself from the situation because somebody has to make a decision to do better for themselves. Mm -hmm. It can't be for you. It has to be for themselves. I, I dragged him to every rehab in Massachusetts. He even went to one out in Michigan, you know? But if it was me dragging you, you didn't want to do it. Right, right, right. Take so you definitely. So now in 2021, you're still doing the same thing, but now you're taking yourself when you feel like it. Right? Mm. We are we're, we're somebody's grandparents now. I'm not doing right. that. <laughs> right. You know, I'm not doing that because I see the effect that it had on my sons. My sons are now 29 and 27 years old. Wow. I thought doing the right thing was Talk keeping the youth together. Okay. I'll say what? <laughs> you should say she got a <laughs> two, two almost 30 old. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes, thank you. But yeah, we just put your age together, though, you know. That's okay. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay with telling it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Especially because I heard my girl say she's a Leo, and her birthday's yes. on Sunday. You know, yes, mine is Friday on the 6th, so we going to celebrate. Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. My daughter's on the first, too. celebrate. Turn up, yeah, turn up. Okay. Y'all, yeah, his daughter's birthday's on the first. We are, aren't we? Yeah, everything. We everything. We the best. Absolutely. DJ Cali boys. Okay. That's right. Okay, That's moving right. on. So happy birthday to your daughter. <laughs> you hear that, Brett? Happy birthday to your daughter too, Trosh. Uh, happy early birthday to your daughter. She better not yeah, call you. She ain't even getting nothing. Her birthday is the same day as mine. What you mean? She's not getting nothing. What you say? She ain't getting nothing. <laughs> he lying. No, we don't he believe lying. you. We don't believe you. <laughs> we don't believe you. Uh, Pam, what? like Pam said, do not reward mediocrity. That's exactly what we doing. That's exactly do yes. not reward mediocrity. Because when you reward mediocrity or the bare minimum, that's what people will believe is uh, acceptable. The more that they continue to do it, that's what they're going to believe that you accept from them and they are not going right. to put in any more effort than what they are giving you at that point in time. Um, Danny said, I love that she is sharing her story because there are a lot of women and people in general that are going through this. You are giving them the blueprint to figure life out. Well, thank you, Danny. Um, so, it's, a lot, it's a lot of women going through I this. I love that. I, would, I, would just, I, I just want to say to women that might be doing this, if that second job is in the school, don't go to a technical <laughs> school and take that job. You need don't, to go to an HBCU. You need to go to an HBCU because there ain't no black students out here not looking for their refund check. Right. <laughs> gotta, I'm up in the office every day. I'm going to hear you. See, this, was the, this is where the difference comes in. My first case, that wasn't what happened. I wasn't. Right, first case was. Right, the I was not case, taking the text from you. was at the tech, you was at the technical school, and then right. they was getting the re and people, and the but people wasn't coming research. to pick up the <laughs> text. I was like, she wasn't at the HBCU because at HBCU, they had that. Right. It's my, it's my <laughs> HBCU. they be tired of eating noodles, boy. Everybody comes looking for their money, everybody comes looking for their money, and my and, and my ignorance was that. Well, if they didn't request it the first time, they don't know that it's there. 
So they ain't gonna never, these are, these are, it's almost like I, you know, oh, they ain't never coming back. I know that person's graduate. They ain't coming back for this. But again, mm, okay. so it wasn't like I would do it deliberately. Like you're coming to look for it. that would just have, that would have been gone to jail. You know, I would have right. been gone. Okay. Like, it was, it was, a it was like a it was a method to your meds. Right. It was like a method to it. It was a strategic, in, in my crazy mind, it was strategic planning. I knew people that weren't coming back for it. But there was, again, just like when I got arrested that first time, I was cashing checks, 15000 20000 deposit in there, right? Man. But you know what got me arrested was a $900 check. Wow. That motherfucker really needed that break. You found the one <laughs> struggling student in that motherfucker. It wasn't just a regular $900 check. This was an international student. International students don't get financial aid. Their country sends money to them. Mm. Right. So it was a $900 check from one of the international student scholarship thing that came in. And I thought that I had, you know, it was again, like I said, I was moving fast. Like, what did I even touch that $900 check for if I have 20,000, 15? You know, that was just stupid. Right. You know, not to say that the others weren't, but this was, you're just doing too much that you now you just want everything. Yeah, you know, that's what I was going to say. Like, even though you was like, breaking it down and like crafting it strategically like i'm saying eventually you get a little sloppy and you know what i'm saying that that one the 900 weak ass man fuck i need this little shit this ain't even four digits right, right. <laughs> but i just took it for what did i do that for it's just when you start doing things and it's like it's over my head and i got this and it's just doing it's it's kind of was like you know what i'm just that's why i gotta get out to school i'm just keep going until i, I can't do nothing else they're just gonna get me anyway mm -hmm. you know Miss Ben, you want me to check the mail today because I think my check's supposed to be coming. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm going to tell I you what the sure I got time. the right address. Okay, Th that's what happened. There was a young lady <laughs> before I went on a vacation. She called about the check, and I'm thinking, oh, come on, girl, not this week. I ain't going to be able to fix this before I leave. You know? So I told her, um, you know, I was coming back from the vacation. It was going to be a couple of days. I told her that she'd have it at the office, you know, like two days after I had got back, right? But she called while I was gone still. And there it was. Somebody yeah. else started digging. Somebody else saw that it was and that, and That's when the digging began, you know? That's when it, when it began. So it was like, you know, again, being sloppy, thinking you know everything, doing things. Anytime you're doing something sneaky, it's... It, always comes to light it always does now they didn't have to freeze my bank accounts while i was in the bahamas or whatever but okay i get it <laughs> you know? oh lord <laughs> yeah my son called me on the phone he was in high school at the time now so he called me um ma there's federal agents here looking for you and i was like boy stop playing games with me i'm gonna be home tomorrow you know he was like no ma i'm gonna read you this card and he read me the man's name and who they were and i'm like Oh, so that's why that other card wasn't working when I just went out to eat. <laughs> the calmness of it all. Like, oh, okay. But my other bank account was still working. So I was thinking, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, no worry about it. That's the little bank account over there. You know what I mean? But when my son called, it was like, wow, I, I want to really rush and hurry up and get home because I know that, you know, my son was terrified. But again, they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know, you know? Uh -huh. 
even so when you miss forge you were still a good mother because you said you had to get back to your babies make sure i had to get back to him because i'm going to tell you i was on vacation but my this was my youngest son he was great he was the captain of the basketball team they've always been in sports football and basketball this was his, he was graduating and he already we were when i came back the next day we were supposed to move him into campus on he was staying on college campus this was a big deal because my oldest son he graduated, but he he went to he went to college, but he didn't live on campus. So this was kind of like, whoa, like he's um I got a son who's living on campus. This is the whole process. So it's like all this be trying to thinking you're this good mother. I thought I was protecting him, thought I was doing a great thing. Look what I did. I ruined, I traumatized them. I left them in a household where there were things happening that they were traumatized by. And some things that I they don't. I didn't tell me when they were young, of course, but as they gotten older, we've talked about some things. I was like, wow, you knew that? You heard him? You know, th that kills me because I thought we should stay in. And um, one thing I like to compare that to, because I always feel so guilty of it, is that I was a child who grew up in a home with my, my dad. You know, there was addiction there. But when my mother got to, it was like, oh, we ain't doing this, you know, not with my girls. He was gone. So I'm still a daddy's girl, love my father to death, but I didn't go through his addiction with him. Mm. But I, I always said, well, you know, my mom always buys apple and oranges. When I have my own kids, I'm gonna buy grapes and strawberries. You know, it's just like, I'm always acting like my mother wasn't, she wasn't it, but she, she didn't put us through that. Mm. So, and I always try to, I remember that because I always want to apologize to her for acting like, she didn't do like I was gonna do things better than she had done, but that's what I get for for thinking I was better than my own mom. She didn't do that, right? You know, so my kids now have trauma today because of me thinking I was doing things right. You stick to your family, you do this, but that wasn't it for them. It was you shouldn't have you shouldn't have put us through that, mom. You shouldn't have went through it. We I didn't never want to see you go through that. Mm. So that was hurtful. So now I, I'm getting arrested. All the bank accounts are frozen. My son has to move into his college dorm. I'm just like, yo, we. I just bought you this car. It was a little hoopty or whatever. We got to sell that just for you to move in. And now you in college on campus. I didn't got everything already previously, but now you ain't got no money for books. <laughs> you know. Oh, wow. So all that money did great for the the small moments in time that it needed to. But when it really counted, when it really was something important, I didn't fall through on that. And so ever since that day, Ayana does not value money or even the freedom that money brings. I, I know how to go out and do what I need to do. I, it's just not the goal and it's not the focus for me. That's dope. You know what I mean? It's, it's not that. That's dope. You know, but I need to have it. <laughs> Right. Hey, Mook's right. Notes and everything. Yep, she messed up right here. So I'm not gonna do that part. <laughs> Shit, they they where they're learning from her mistakes, they still gonna make mistakes in the process trying to yep. do some other shit anyway. But I Absolutely. love um I love the genuineness in your honesty. You are like genuinely honest about like, look, yeah. I was out here doing some bullshit. I knew I shouldn't have been doing it, but then when I was doing it, shit, fuck it. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was fun while I was doing it, you know? And so 
I just got to, I was doing what I felt was right at the time. And then even when I got caught, I was like, I, <laughs> I did yeah. it. Like, <laughs> I feel um, and, and it's like, at this point, you, I mean, you might as well accept it, but I love the openness and the genuine way that you are allowing yourself to be truthful about your situation and things like that. Yeah, oh, it's, not it's not easy at all. Um, but today for me, it's easier. You know, mm -hmm. I'm confident. I'm, I'm totally confident. I can take someone, you know, when I look at like comments under different interviews that I've done or, you know, just comments in general on like the BT stuff. And I just be like, people say the, the most craziest things like they don't, they have never been born in life. Because there's not one of us who's done everything right and perfect and, you know, holier than thou. Like, okay, you talking about me, but you're fornicating. You don't want to go, but you doing this. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> like, that's my no, no. <laughs> You know, it's like, I, and that's I'm true. Glad, you know, I'm glad that I'm a person who, um, funny situation happened the other day. Um, I, I was at an event, a young lady, she's seen a, a cockroach. And I'm thinking, you from the hood, so you seen a cockroach, you know? But listen, I had to pull myself back because I wanted to laugh at her and make a big joke or something, but I don't know what her trauma from that is. I don't know what that represents mm -hmm. to her. Just because me, because I'm a person, who, nothing's a big deal. I'd be like, oh, okay, no big deal. Oh, you didn't broke your arm, no big deal. You know, that's how I am. But I can't judge another person because they're not like that. Right. You know, I wanted to make a lot of jokes and I have behind her back about it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did though. I still made them jokes. Just not you know, I still jokes I like, to me, if you if you are if you're somewhere you see a bug, I've slept on the floor with bugs. I've slept on the floor with lizards or you know whatever. It, it, mice run across the floor. I mean I've done that. Oh so what? someone from the hood and they talk about ah uh -uh, it was a roach there okay what's a roach you know <laughs> you know that's First me all, i didn't know roaches still existed in this 2021 okay like <laughs> how are y'all still existing yeah i ain't not, I, don't, I don't know when the last time i seen one to be honest i ain't gonna even let see listen they still selling raid ain't they <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> they are, they are, and they still got the orchid man. But I'm That's just saying, like, I still ain't. I've, just I haven't God. seen. Just thank God we've been able to remove ourselves. Hey, but hey, that's why I'm gonna say, hey, look, right. don't, don't look, don't look at this podcast and be like, oh, they bougie as hell. Like, no, no, nah, baby, we're not saying that. we never experienced. We it. We're just that. saying, like, I ain't seen I'm one in a minute. Like, know, right. right, and I didn't know that they were still existing. Like. It's 2021. Like y'all ain't figured out how to get rid of them motherfuckers completely, like <laughs> at all. So technology's supposed to be crazy right now. Like kill all roaches immediately. <laughs> <laughs> know roaches been around since dinosaurs. So they okay. roaches ain't they been roaches been around since been around since been around. Okay. Well, shit, right. dinos dinosaurs ain't been around for a minute, so um, motherfuckers to learn. Motherfuckers to learn how to ate the core of apple that uh, Eve bit out of. <laughs> Lord, did you take it down? <laughs> roaches been around. Listen, like, hey man, y'all done built the car, y'all done sent the motherfucker uh, uh, dude to space uh, that uh, make it through the atomic that bomb. on Amazon or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Y'all done did all this shit. Y'all can't make a a. a 
killer rose forever kind of spray. Man, get that no, shit out. I don't think nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Pam had a question. She said, What did your son say about the BET show? And did they ever share with you how your incarceration affected them? Um, thank you for the question. My sons, um, again, before I made the decision to do it, I talked to them about it because, you know, I wasn't a newspaper. That was an embarrassing thing. And I didn't want to to further embarrass them, you know, even though, you know, they're out of high school now, whatever. But it was still something that I, you know, we're, we're close, you know, my sons and I. So I talked about it. And, you know, my son was like, well, um, is it going to help another person? You always say that, you know, if, if something you could do something to help another person, you would do it. And I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. If, it, if I could reach one person, I'll do it. And then he said, well, they going to pay you. <laughs> you got to have that one son say what that shit look like. Right. That's what, and that's what it was. And it was like, well, I mean, the check is not equivalent to the, you know, the, the, in the long run. Right. Right. And he right. Was like, well, all right. I mean, if you say so, mom, <laughs> you know, so I, so I did do it. And, um, and the other part was, did they ever share with me how my incarceration affected them? Um, it's not something that they had to, to tell me, you know, we never like sat down and talked about it because I think that they feel like they don't want to bring up something that has hurt me. Um, but I saw the effects. I could hear the effects through the phone. And as a mother, you know, I felt it in my spirit when I was in there. I, not the first time they were little, they didn't really have that understanding. But when I went to federal prison, my son drove me to the bus station because they let me do a self-surrender. So I knew I was on my way to Lexington, Kentucky. He brought me to the bus station and it was just like, we just yes. looked at him and was just like, hey, what am I gonna do? You know what I mean? Um, and I saw it in his face already. And then as you know, time went on, when I got there, I heard it in his voice. And then it's like, now when I'm trying to get in touch with them, I can't get in touch with them as often as before, you know? So they didn't have to tell me. I know, I know what they were struggling. They were struggling. They were. We Girl, everything was lost. You were Boston. struggling. You said yeah. you had to catch the bus to Kentucky? From Boston. That was a long ass fucking ride in your brain. To think about like crazy. Like, like yo, I'm, am I'm I really from, you was going from Massachusetts to Kentucky on yeah. the bus saying I'm carrying my own ass to jail. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, I, I have an option you. right now to get off to not make this bus or to leave. It's a, it was it's a few hours in that ride. Uh, How much shit did you eat hours. on the That's way when the bus stopped? Like, hey, you get I could have just and Burger King and Taco yeah. Bell. Did you get all that shit on the bus ride? You probably got to jail and had the shit like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, man. That was the last thing on my mind. I'm gonna tell you the. But the yeah, that's a, that... and then you fucked up in the head because you're going to jail. Yeah. You got the bubble guts. Oh. My God. <laughs> you're horrible. He is. He, he definitely is. Like when you do something bad and you know you gotta go home and your mama waiting on you. With that extension cord, yeah, I know right. what that's like. Oh, oh god, not the extension cord. Know what that's I wanna, like. I want to, I want to take it back to the time frame and the ten years when the two situations happened, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like walk us through the decrease in the adrenaline 
every time you seen a check pass you. You know what I'm saying? Because in the beginning, everything is a fucking 10, 10, 10. Like, I'm going to fucking take this check. But at the end, it's probably like a negative 10. Like, I'm too comfortable. Like, I know what this check is off the top soon I see it. I already like, spent before I even decided to take it, right? That's exactly hmm. what was happening. It was at first, after the first time, and I'm like, I, I went, I deposited, and like the next day it had gone through, it was kind of like, okay, I'm going to get the money out. Like, I was nervous. I was scared. and But once I had it, it was like, okay, now wait a day or two. <laughs> you know? Like, let's see. This really worked. So once it was the one time that really worked, after that, it was just like, boom, 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 boom. So it was immediately when you got, like, the boss to say, this is this is what it is. I ain't even think about it. I know I got this shit. The third time, I felt like I had the foolproof plan on how this would never catch up to me. And it was gone. I was gone. And that's when mm. I was over my own head. Mm. Over my own head. And it was never enough. It was never enough. It was always like, 30,000, that's it. I need, you know, that's how that's how it was. And it and it did slow down because I was just relaxed. I had I had money, you know, everything it felt everything felt easy, but I always still had a feeling like, oh, it's always there, but that money and what I was able to do with it always overrode that nasty feeling of what what day they coming, you know? Right. So yes. so let me ask you this. So, okay. Statute of limitation, all that's over. You mm -hmm. serve the crime. You can't do the double jeopardy thing. Right. Did you, did you put money to the side, like in a, you know what I'm saying? No. I, I, mean, I wasn't able to do I didn't think smart enough. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, again, every dollar that came in was, was spent. I left it in the bank like it was legitimate. So, when they come and do their investigation, it was frozen. There wasn't no couple of hundred dollars at home. My first bail, look, I'm first time person being arrested. My bail was $12,000 my first case. I had no nobody who was gonna bail me for $12,000 because I was giving money to everybody else, but they didn't have it to give to me, you know? Right. Um, it ended up being uh, my cousin's wife. You know, it's like my whole family was in the courtroom, right? And they said uh, a quarter million dollars, and this is all I heard. <gasps> <laughs> And I'm sitting up here in the thing saying to my sister, yo, got the bread, the money, you got the money. And she, they just going like this. Nobody oh, got it. I you at that everybody everybody looking at their jeans and their Jordans. They like, yeah. Why, why did they come here just to go? <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> what y'all even here for? What is y'all here for? Why did y'all come and see me like this just to do that? I get it. That was the support. You know, but I, my cousin, one of my close cousins, his wife, I, I remember them getting me down to the holding place, which is Nashua Street. Like, oh, so nobody, I'm, I was telling me, no, somebody gonna come. Somebody gonna come through. I know. But they were, I, I didn't know. I did. I, I know I didn't have nobody. Right. So when I got down to the holding place, you know, they, again, like I said, everyone was always nice to me. I said to the lady, I said, you know what, can I just make one more phone call just before y'all send me upstairs? Because I, I wasn't thinking about this whole process until I got to the jail. Mm. <laughs> I ain't know. I, I wasn't thinking that I was getting to the jail. You telling me I can't have braids. I got to take my braids out. And I, oh, uh -uh. Yeah. so you want me to get? Oh, you want me? To get, <laughs> I got to take my weave out. You want me to get ugly right now, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I made the phone call to my cousin, and um, 
His wife snatched the phone from him. She said, you still sitting down in there? Nobody came and got you? I said, no. And I mean, I had snots, everything. I, this is the first time I broke down crying. Mm. I was like, nobody's coming. She said, I'm on my way to come and get you. And I said to the lady, yeah, my cousin's on the phone. She's dead. She's right. coming. <laughs> so I don't got to go upstairs, right? No need for me to change. Take out my hair, nothing. She's Indeed. coming. She's coming. You know, <laughs> and she came and she got me. You know, and, and my cousin and her are divorced and they've been divorced for many years. But to me, she's always my heart. That's she's hell. always my family, you know, and yeah, I, I, I love her to death. Because again, nobody can. So what they say, it because I'm thinking about doing that time out of all the people that was when you had the money and was going to the clubs and blah blah blah. And they was like, Yeah, bitch, this my bitch, this my best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many of them you lost? How many <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna tell you, I've always kept a very tight, small circle of people, right? right? And I always know that whatever you do, don't expect it to come back to you no matter what situation that you're in. So I never felt no kind of way about nobody never sending me no canteen or nothing or anything because they weren't that person in the first place. I was the person who would do it. Mm. I, I already know what's going on around me. So I'm not upset about anybody. Not, you know, because I'm not going to call nobody for one. I'm not calling nobody, you know. Um, I'm not going to ask for anything. So have, you got to do it because you're going to do it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, that's just not what's going to happen. I was, I know how to survive off the bare minimum of what's in there. I wasn't one of the girls busting down um my canteen every month on the phone, the internet and making these happy, these cakes out of brownies. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> I didn't do that. I did not do that. I didn't have, I, I wasn't with the in crowd of people who they putting $800 together of, for jail, food, snacks to do. I wasn't doing that. You know, it was like, I felt those people were the most ignorant because, yo, you got your kids at home. Somebody's taking care of them. But you also want them to send you the maximum amount you could have in prison each month to spend here? Yeah, like, that's crazy. crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Like, that $800, $500, like, it's, what, 300 I forget, but it's something like $350 for phone, internet, you know, canteen or whatever. Like, that's something for an electricity bill. That's something for gas, cable, whatever your kids need, stuff like that. So how do I look already mm -hmm. asking them to send me anything? They got to live out there. I'm sitting here. I could eat this stuff for free. Because I want to eat a fucking honey bun or a, a Snickers. Man, cake. get your ass out of here. A honey bun cake. Like, I, I ain't even on it like that. Like, I'm in here. I don't get my hair. I'm not at the beauty salon in the feds. I didn't do that. Um, I did treat myself to a pedicure once a month. I did that, <laughs> you know, but I just washed my hair, put it in full corn braids. I worked in the kitchen when I first started. I got a job the very next day in, in the jail. I knew how to pan that out. My treat to myself was buying cans of cranberry juice and the fruit mix, fruit nut mix. Nuts mm. <laughs> that was my treat to myself. But I had a job in the kitchen and then after a while, you know, one of the ladies in the church, I only went to the gym, the church, and work. Into the movie nights. I did all the movies. Um, I didn't do them at the nighttime when the couples go. I went early. Then <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going in the daytime because the nighttime. I just bought popcorn for my movie days, and, and that would be it. And um, then I started working in the men's prison. And it was like, oh, wow. Um, I'm getting more money now. But they were taking my restitution out of my little money. Mm. 
<laughs> you know, from there. So it was like, I just made that work. I made it work. My sister would send me, my sister would send me some money, you know, stuff like that. It would last forever, you know, because I'm That's not, that was just ignorant. That's what's up. I'm just telling you it was ignorant. <laughs> nah, that's what's up though. Like, I wanted to ask you, like, like that one relative that came to get you the first time. Mm -hmm. Like, after you get out the second time, but do she like ever had that conversation with you? Like, you you know, you like disappointed me or something because I got you out the first time and you did it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, or was she's like, I see what she was trying to do. No, she was. You know, by that time they had not been together, and I wasn't seeing her. A lot. I didn't see her a lot. You know, um, she was aware, you know, down the line when I had got arrested again, of course, but we never had a conversation like, you know, damn, I done bailed you out. Then 10 years later, you go and you do the same thing. It was never that conversation. Mm. No, it was never that. Um, I don't think I had that conversation with anybody, actually. Yeah, I don't I didn't have that conversation with nobody because it was like, OK, but did I do something for you then? OK, then we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> you know, I already knew it. I already knew it. <laughs> you know, I already knew just, it. You know, being real about it. You know, I got to go to prison. Y'all ain't coming. I only person, only people that I feel I've disappointed and that um, deserve my apology. Not saying that I didn't have any victims. I really didn't like the term victims because I felt like I didn't do anything to anybody. But yes, I had victims because. Money did not belong to me, belonged to someone else. I victimized them. So I had to accept that, mm. right? Before you couldn't get me to say that term, right? So wrong. But, so wrong. You know, but my kids are who I disappointed. You know, they're the ones that suffered. They're the ones that suffer. So um, I'm not ignorant to the fact that I had victims, but I victimized my children the worst. And then they're the ones who missed me in the time that I had to go away. You so know? it was more about changing the perspective of how you saw what a victim was. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. I felt like, well, I mean, they're going to pay your money back. You ain't, you know, they're going to give you the money, you know. And then it's like, I'm paying restitution. Okay, but uh, if I'm clear here, <laughs> the insurance paid the money, right? So they paid the money. And now who I'm paying? <laughs> if they paid the <laughs> Where right. my money going? <laughs> right. And then on top of that, I'm going to tell you. Then this this federal time, this was a very big financial strain. Um, not only that, when I went to prison, um, I received notice while I was, you know, I, when I got home, I found out that I received notice from the state stating that they put a ten thousand dollar lien on me because I did not report the money that I admitted to stealing for my federal prison time. So I'm paying a restitution while in prison. I have a lien on me when I get home. I was never able to answer to it, appeal or anything because they did all this while I was in prison. So the time I missed every deadline. Wow. You know, so now I have 10,000 plus interest worth of debt to the state. So my, I can't get my driver's license until this debt is paid. They know how to fuck us, boy. Right. So it's like, okay, so now what do you want? I come home, I have a criminal record. I have a lien on me. So that would do what? Make you, and I'm on my mama's couch. Right? Ooh. I go to the halfway house, from halfway house to my mother's couch. And I'm not saying that to be 
the violin and the sad story, but I'm talking about prison reform and reentry services for people who go to prison and how when you come home from prison, you continue to suffer because they tell you do your time, do the crime, you do the time, and now you start over. But then you come home and every tool that you need to get up and running has mm -hmm. been removed from you. Mm -hmm. So then what do you expect? What are you setting people up for then? You're well, setting them back up it. to go right back to something else. Because mm -hmm. now they're in a financial situation. You got to have a job, says the probation officer. You got to pay your restitution, says the probation officer. Right? I can't get no job. E even if I went to McDonald's, I, I could have, but I wasn't doing that. I wouldn't do it. Right? I tried to get a job at Instacart. I don't know if you all familiar with that. That's bagging up mm -hmm. groceries. Those people told me that they cannot give me the job because of my background check. That don't even match the job. <laughs> you know? Wow. You know, so when we're so I'm, that's why I'm a big advocate for prison reform and reentry services. You, this is a hypocritical world that they're telling us. Mm -hmm. They tell you to, you can change and clean slate. Yeah, okay. I'm not a person who came home who had friends with millions of dollars. I didn't have executive friends coming. Oh, they, I'm coming home. No, I came back home on the bus mm -hmm. from Kentucky <laughs> with four corn braids in my head. With a sweatsuit my sister sent me and some sneakers, okay? Um, I had some money left over from my working in the prison, like $32. I went over to the Walmart. I purchased me a little $10 phone to be able to text my sister <laughs> so that I could, you know, when I get touched down in Boston. Yeah. I was going right over to the halfway house. And then my mother's house was approved for me to go stay at after my uh, halfway house time. My mother has a two bedroom apartment and her and my sister live there. So right. I'm on the couch. Mm. Okay. And now I need a job. Probation office is going to be knocking, coming. Where, where you find a job at? Well, why y'all ain't offering no jobs that we could get since you want us to have one as soon as we get here? Right. You know? So that's, so that's what I'm on right now. Yeah. I'm on advocating. I'm on, listen, let's pull, let, you got to pull the sheet off of this oh, you can have a clean slate and just, you know, no, you cannot. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody comes home to that foundation. The slate ain't clean. It just ain't, mm -hmm. as much, it just ain't as dirty as it used to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that point you just made, like I always say about uh, innocent to proven guilty, I hate that's the dumbest shit ever yeah. because why the fuck I got to go be locked up like I'm guilty until mm -hmm. I prove myself, which I can't do from in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Absolutely. 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 That's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and then even, like you said, prison reform. There are a lot of innocent, there are a lot of innocent people doing time in uh -huh. jail right now, but the moment that they are proven innocent, then they want to throw some money at them. But no, that does not make up for the time that I've lost with my family, my kids, the life that Ain't I could not. have built for myself over this top time. Of the reputation over this destroyed. time, right? Over on top of the fact that I'm going to have to battle this record for the rest of my life because y'all not going to clear this right away, even though y'all going to try to make up for it because I was innocent. But you can't right. make up for five. You can't make up for three months of time. You can't, can't make up for a year. You can't stop the human perception of, of what I, what they think I am. 
Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? And and that's going to continue to follow this person. So then it's going to continue to haunt them. And mm-hmm. now that's battling, that's messing with their mental health. It's messing with their financial wealth. It's messing with them overall as a human being. There you go. The, the system tries to make us believe that it is built to help uh, fix you. No, it's help. It's built to help continue to keep you in that cycle that'll continue you going out and then going right back in, coming out and then going right back in. And I, I'm definitely here for the fact that you are standing for prison reform because yeah. it's really something that was needed a long time ago, but. Nobody, yeah, and just to touch on your point, Leo. So, right, there needs to be a law, and you know, and not, and 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 it's very different for women. You know, men get more more opportunities in prison than women get in prison. They get more opportunities when they come home from prison than women get opportunities in prison. And um, I'm not trying to sound biased about it, but you know, it is. You know, it, that's how it is. That's exactly how it is. There's other programs that men would be able to get that women wouldn't. Like some prisons, you know, people are getting college degrees, people are getting the education in there. You're learning different, um, different. Uh, oh gosh, why am I forgetting the word? Different skills and you know things that you can do. But if we're saying that we want to reform you while you're in prison, then why have we taken away those programs? Why have we taken away education? Why? You know, it they doesn't exist everywhere. Because they don't want them to be qualified. Mm-hmm. Don't want to be qualified. There's yep. women um, in, in prison before there was there was a law that's passed. And I'm sorry that I can't uh, tell you what the name of that was because I, I actually forgot. But there's a woman who was in prison. She came home and she brought spread light on the fact that you got to buy your own sanitary napkins in prison. That, you you got to buy that on a canteen list. OK. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. you gotta find out we can't keep it. Right, right. When I was in prison, um, a, a scary thing is um, the way the women are treated is just different. When I was in prison, every woman who was having some sort of female problem, they would go off to the hospital and they would come back talking about they didn't have a hysterectomy. I'm like, you're only 22. Who, why mm-hmm. do you do that? So she, so she wanted to buy. Wow. Because they don't want you to be in prison and then have to take care of you having any medical issues. Any medical issues, but then so they're gonna go ahead crazy. and take all your plumbing out. You know, I was hysterectomy is a whole nother fucking medical issue. Yeah, like, there and- are other issues caused by having a hysterectomy. There are other issues caused by. Um, so you don't want me to bleed, but you're gonna take all of my plumbing out while I'm. That's a whole fucking surgery. It is, and then you come. Like back what surgery is that cheap? You know what I'm saying? Like for them to do it in the masses like that, like all, y'all charge us fucking a million fucking dollars for surgery out here. I'm telling you that this is That's what happens. Crazy. These are these are the things that I started to become more aware of. I, look, I'm not I'm not eating all this junk because I don't want to get no kind of sick because I don't want to go over there. <laughs> you know, I don't want to do any of that. You know, I don't want to. And if I am sick, I ain't even gonna tell y'all I'm sick because I don't want. I'm I'm afraid of that. You know, you go off somewhere. Mm-hmm. There were people in there that were already sick. You have people in wheelchairs in prison. You have women. I, there was a, a, a older woman who w- was there. She was only gonna be there for for a couple of months. She had some sort of medical issue. 
after a couple of days, her skin just was turning dark, ashy gray, or whatever. She couldn't move and things. It was like something's wrong with her. Y'all have to get her medical care, or whatever. You have to you have to put in paperwork to do all these things. Your family got it right. You got you got to get approved for transfer and all that. It took them so long to do that. Yep. When they were transporting her to another prison, a medical facility, she died along the way. Man, you no. Know? So we got to talk about we got to talk about these issues. These are important matters. These are important matters. Just because you're in prison doesn't mean that your health is non-existent. It doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you're now treated like anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're still gonna. You're not gonna be there forever. You're gonna come. You're gonna come out. Why are we wasting money on people doing 30 days in a federal prison? What is the point of 30 days in a federal prison? You could have put someone on a bracelet at home for 30 days. For 30 days. Yeah, like 30 days. It's like, what was the point of that? I wish that I was on the bus for 24 hours to Kentucky and I'm only going to be here 30 days. That don't make no sense. Let's talk about how this money is being used. Let's talk about how it should be, you know, the funding. But when I get to this prison, mm-hmm. y'all, the, the, the prisoners drive the cars around here. The girl drove me to the bus to leave. That was a job at the prison. They trusted this person. I mean, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It is just like just so like cleaning trust, the grounds is a job. Mm-hmm. You yeah. trust me to drive myself? No, but they'll let another prisoner who has the job of driving. No, that's what I'm saying. That's basically yeah. what it is. We the we in the same position. We in the same right. predicament. You, right. So, we in the same so you you know I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna trust me? And this is what I'm I said. Like, in, in my head, it would be like, "Well, I'm about to get on the bus with you. <laughs> you, you got the car, car right here. here. We're going together, sis. <laughs> we are this thing together, sis. and Louise. Right. Yeah. First of all, I didn't think Thelma I should have been here Louise. in the first place. And now that work my way up to escape car. <laughs> <laughs> true it's true you know these are things uh, that when you become more aware of what's going on around you you start looking at the way that the money is spent you start looking at how it's set up yeah it it's you know granted not to say that you didn't put yourself in this situation some people hadn't put themselves in that situation but for those who had still doesn't mean that you have to be treated unfairly that you come home to the setup of hip- hypocrites that tell you to move on, you're going to be able to, to get this help and then turn around and put all these roadblocks for you to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about prison reform, we should be starting when we're inside of the prison. When someone gets close to coming home, there should be steps that are set up for them to be able to come out and have a, 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 foot, a, a foundation where they can start off somewhere. You know, Because other than that, all they're going to do is put them pressures on you. The pressure's on you. If you're a drug addict, all those type of pressures, you come home, you you can't, what you gonna go do? You're gonna do what you know. You come home like me, addicted to money. I can't get none. What you gonna do? You know? Yeah, man. And then it's like they don't want yeah, like they don't understand that like that's just, that's stressful. When stress make you angry. Yeah. Now it's a yeah. whole bunch of angry people outside trying to, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. bogart their way to other people's shit. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I gotta survive somehow. That's how, like the 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 dog, you know what dog. I mean? Dog eat dog type shit yeah. start happening mm-hmm. and shit like that. Cause everybody angry, they trying to live. 
It's true. It's true. And even if you try to do the right thing, facing these oppositions, and I'm not saying that's an excuse to not do it, but you have to really build yourself up in strength to be able to, to really focus on, okay, a hundred doors said no, but there's going to be a door that says yes. And you just really got to not give up. Don't give up on yourself. I didn't give up on myself. I mean, I had a little transitional period where it was like, oh God, I ain't not going to I can't do, you know, I did have that because that's, that's going to come with it. Yeah. But when you're, when you focus, you say, look, this is what I got to do. Five times a day I'm being told, no, I can't have this job. I can't have that job. But if I gave up on that day, I would have never made it to the day where it was like, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you really, I, I, I strongly suggest people don't ever give up on yourself, no matter what it is. I mean, sometimes you got to sit it down like, all right, man, I, I'm out of breath. I keep getting the wind knocked out of me. I got to sit down a second. I'm out of breath. But you got to get yourself back up because there's nobody that's going to lift you up and push you. Go, go. There's nobody that's going to give you anything. You know, and even when if someone gives you something, you're not going to appreciate that. You're not going to feel strong in that until you get it on your own, until you have your own. Yep. You're always going to feel you owe somebody something. You got to you gotta keep on moving forward. You got to keep moving forward. There's going to be 100 robots. Keep pushing through them. Yeah, okay. You know, next thing you know, no is just like saying A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, keep on going. You're going to get there. The light's going to shine on you and you're going to be able to do what you need to do. You're going to be able to do it in abundance. The light's going to shine on you. And I just consistently, consistently tell myself that every day. And I meet people that consistently give me motivation to keep on moving every day. That's right. And that's how that's I amazing. Just, that's amazing. That's how I think too. Right in the book, that was therapeutic. You know, it was therapeutic. Um, I, I can't, I can't stress enough how much you have to put into yourself to be strong, to get through things. And you already got it. You got it and you already just got to tap into it. And that's really the message gotta that. Tap in. Yes. You got to tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> you know? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I want that to be the message from. I want that to be the message from the American Gangster series, all the women in there. I want that to be the message from my book. No matter what I did, just like you, I faced those oppositions. I faced challenges. I'm sitting here on this podcast right now. Man, look at, look at God. You know, it's, it's going to happen, you know, and, and I don't, nothing's big, nothing's too big and nothing's too small. You know what I'm saying? Some right. people only do certain things, and they won't. Do, I I'm catching all blessings, you know. I'm catching that's all. It. You gotta open up your hands, okay? That's one, that's one of my things I've been telling people all the time. No matter how you move forward, little steps, big steps. As long as you're moving forward, it don't matter. Yeah, absolutely. For, moving forward is still progress. Yes, so we had a few comments here. A lot of great comments. Latoya said, "Is um, what I don't get is a man or woman will have a ten-year beard working for GMC or Ford or other companies the entire time they are in jail, pay them sixty cent. But as soon as they get out of jail, all of a sudden they don't qualify to work for them. How does that work? Listen, because they are getting free, pretty much free labor." And now all of a sudden, mm -hmm. since now you're out of jail and you do not qualify because you were 
incarcerated because you are or because you have a record and we don't hire people with records so therefore you no longer qualified to work here which is again a part of that whole cycle is that's crazy I, we want I, your I labor I was like wow we want your it's labor that. for as long as we can keep your labor at a at a 60 price cent. where at, we at don't minimum. have yeah. to where we won't even miss this 60 cent I'm right. here for 10 rate. years. Yeah, th- for 10 years, we won't miss 60 cents because of all of the other money that's coming in. We won't miss this 60 cent. But the right. minute you try to come in here making $25 an hour, now that's cutting into that's cutting into our uh grand scheme of thing. That's cutting into our overhead. That's cutting into everything else that we're doing and all of the other ways that we would see a profit. Right. Um, and there's an actual program um, in prison. To, speaking of um, what she's talking about with working for Ford and GMC. I, and again, I can't even remember the name. I wasn't there long enough to even get in the program. But you actually in federal prison, there's a program that if you're there for a certain amount of time, you can get on a waiting list and you could go and it will be all these different, you know, different jobs that you can go make 10 and 12 dollars an hour for or something like that in this particular program. I was only there. My sentence was a year and a day, hence, which is the name of my book. The name of the book. You would be waiting on that waiting list for like up to three years. So if you're not going to be there for a long period of time, you're not going to get in the program anyway. Wow. So something like that wouldn't have been for for me. But there were other, there's other jobs you could try to go into. They had like a dentistry, dental assistant program. Again, you got to be there for I don't know how many years. They only let one or two people in and until that person leaves, that's their job, you know? So there's not an abundance of it, but you know, you work at a warehouse, you, you make more money. I went over and worked at the men's prison and actually um, it was at the time where uh, favorite park's husband Apollo was coming over. So there was like mm. paparazzi all around and stuff like that. I was cleaning the, our, the camp that I was in was next to the men's prison. One of the jobs was cleaning the offices over at the men's prison. So that's the job I had. I, I left the kitchen and went over there. And um, I, I just thought, like, I, w- I was nosy. They would leave paperwork around and I would be reading it. So I'll be reading people's uh, I'll be reading people's uh, Hey, she about to get <laughs> everybody fired over there. God damn it. Everybody. <laughs> I, what I was in there. Right. I was I was in there reading people's um information and uh figuring, okay, well, you know, this is interesting. I like this job, it's better than the kitchen. <laughs> you know, it's much better than the kitchen. Yeah. Uh Danny said the same way they have prisoners clean outside of the prison so they can save money from landscaping companies and mm-hmm. those people escape. That mm-hmm. actually happened about a year and a half ago, probably not even that long. It happened in Michigan City at the Indiana oh. State Prison. Oh, yeah, seen that. Um, the guy was cleaning up and uh-huh. he was cleaning outside. And next thing they know, he was gone. They don't know how he escaped, where he was, how long he had been gone. They just knew that he escaped and they eventually found him later on that night, like many, many hours later, because he was behind somebody's house. First of all, I'm not escaping and going to be behind somebody's house. That's what I'm not going to do. I'm going to escape. And in that area, um, there are so many woods. I would have just laid out in the, in the woods, in some water, <laughs> about a water somewhere. <laughs> I would have done that. 
he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have done that because it makes it it makes it bad for other people who really are trying to find ways to make their time go by and and try to have some you know some sort of mental stability for themselves while being there. So you go in there, you get to get in the program. I'm telling you, it doesn't happen overnight. You be on a waiting list and all this. You go through all of that. You get in the program just to go on and leave. Now, what about another person who, if they have been there and they were next, like after you, mm-hmm. you know, they, they got to wait. Now they're going to shut the program down. And this person now can't get what he needs to get. So that's mm-hmm. messed up. Right. But I don't know how long he had. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gonna take uh, we gonna take a quick little moment to get our new music in, and then we gonna come back and let Miss Ayana Bean tell y'all how y'all can follow her, how to get her book, and all of that amazing stuff. Cause we've been out here chopping it up, and the show almost over, so we don't want to miss the new music. So moment. interesting, and we want to make sure people can Yo, get shit. at you and get that book a year and a day. That's thank the name you, of the book. You. That's the name of the book. We'll be back in a second. Make sure y'all check her out. Yo, 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 what's up? It's your man, The Mouth, and it's time for your new music moments right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles podcast. We're kicking it off this week with an underrated artist by the name of Kevin Ross and his new single called Looking for Love. Let's get right into it. Come on. Yes, indeed. That's Mr. Kevin Ross and his new single called Looking for Love. Now we're going to get into our new artist, new album of the week. You heard me talk about him before. It's a gentleman by the name of Fabo. The album is called Soul Aquarius. And the first single we're getting into is called Supermodel. Top model, perfect shade of chocolate. Treat me like a taste, can you feel me? Shut up, she only perfect. I know that these creeps like the creep on my black coffee. Anybody fuck with my they gotta fuck with me. Make it all seize. Type from Shuddy don't speak. Get her back and eat. No, I ain't jacked. Just a little protective. Button say press. Kinda in juice. Sending a message. Supermodel, supermodel, bread. Yes, indeed. That was Supermodel. And now we're going to get into another song off the album called L&F. The album is called Soul Aquarius. The artist is named Fabo. It's your new artist, new album of the week. Right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles with the mouth. Go to Baltimore to see my baby. To Maryland, we had at Bailey's. Take the quickest route and miss the main streets. You drive me crazy. Insanely on my phone. With the CVS to get your fame. Showed you late, telling me what I wanna hear. Body and clip out my ear, taking a risk, getting you, getting to 
That's your new artist by the name of Fabo. The album is called Soul Aquarius. But now we get into our album of the week. He's back, y'all. He's super underrated. Great soulful singer. BJ, the Chicago kid. And he's starting this one off with Mr. Eric Billinger. They call this one Type of Day. Yes, indeed, it's BJ the Chicago Kid, your album of the week, and it's called 4AM. And you know, BJ the Chicago Kid is a great soulful singer, but I love when an artist can take another artist's song and make it their own and make it amazing, which he did it again, y'all. He went and took the dream song called Fancy and redid it himself and put his soulful twist on it. And you heard it first with your album of the week, BJ the Chicago Kid, 4AM, Fancy. Bed singing melodies Run my fingers in her hair Singing come to me First there is a note Then she says yes baby's here She's the dream of a billion men Go girl Go girl See, she made her way from nothing Can't fault her for wanting something She loves men that can't afford She wants to live fancy Trips to Monaco Designer names from head to toe fancy On planes to fly Clear across the Roman sky fancy Brilliant cars Spend evenings a month Yes, indeed, yes, indeed. That's your artist of the week, Mr. BJ, the Chicago Kid, with the album 4AM. Definitely go pick up this EP. It's hot. Four songs. It's amazing. Yo, don't forget to also pick up Fabo Soul Aquarius and his album, along with the new single by Kevin Ross called Looking for Love. Yo, it's your new music moments, and I did it all for you, Miss Bean. Thank you for joining us tonight right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles Podcast. And don't forget, you can follow your boy anywhere on all social media outlets at the mouth underscore moments. That's the mouth underscore moments with an S. And if you got any questions about the music I play, feel free to hit us up right here at the Fat Girl Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Fat Girl Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. Yo, and don't forget to check me out each and every Wednesday and Sunday night on ablazingradio.com, Ablazing Radio Live, the free app for your phone. It's your man in the mouth, and this has been your new music moments. And I'm out.
<laughs> That's what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> oh man, this this shit was hilarious, man. <laughs> We had we had a lot of difficulties today, but we got the new music moment though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this motherfucker like yo, he's sprint talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta let y'all know that the music you heard is a little slower, but we was having trouble with the time. No, nah, it was day, faster. So it was faster. I had, I had to speed. I had to the speed real music. The real songs is actually slower. Is what he's oh, saying. Oh yeah, slower. But for some reason, wouldn't let me download it and the time frame. So I, I sped it up just a little bit just so we could get it in time frame to get it to you guys. Because <laughs> I didn't get it to her till like 6 o'clock today. And I was like, I've been up all day trying to record this thing. I record like two or three times. And it just, you know, the tech is, you know, technology is the devil, the devil, the devil. It's right, it's right, it's right. And if you just checking in, I don't know where you been. And I don't know why you missed this dope ass show. But Man. we got our special guest, Miss Yana Bean, on here with us. First of all, this this is all Leo Who made you pose like that? Be honest. Spectra. Okay, honey. <laughs> Who made guys. you pose like that? That was everything. But she got everything. Everything. Okay, everything. And see, look, I'm up here trying with me. Thank you, thank you. There we go. Wait, see, technology don't even want it. Keep it keep popping the thing back. Oh, it's flashing at me on this end. I'm like, bro, come on. So, we want to thank you for like being here, uh, being open, being honest, being so very transparent and vulnerable to our audience. Um, they love the show. I'm pretty sure some of them that have not watched your episode of Trap Queen are going to go back and watch it. Uh, make sure you all follow uh, Ayana on IG at MsMS.YanaB and make sure y'all get her book. All the information to be able to purchase her book is on her Instagram page, right? Yes, yes. Uh, all bio. the information yep. um if you go in the link in the bio, it goes to the link tree. I have two websites. Um, one of the websites is www.ayanabean.com. That's A-Y-A-N-A-B-E-A-N.com. And then um, the book has its own website, and that is a ayearandadaybook.com. You can purchase the book from either website. The book right now is for pre-order, and the physical copies will release Labor Day weekend. So you can wait until physical copies go, or if you want to pre-order, you know, be my guest. Or if you don't even purchase the book, just check out the website. <laughs> check out the website. Keep up to date. You know, follow me on Instagram. Go get that book, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Please follow her on Instagram, her too. She be everywhere doing everything. I be like, hey, man. <laughs> and the support is real. The support is super real. 
um, yes. from Miss Bean. The support is real. The shares are real. And I've been screenshotting and low-key fangirl every time she share our stuff. I try to be excited because like we've been doing this. Hmm. I bet I try to make sure it's cutting up on this set. Yes. And we love you for like for being here for all of oh. that. Like, and I mean again for sharing all of the stuff and just okay. being on here with us and our audience as well. Because without transparency and being honest about your journey, would somebody even really learn about what you've been through? Or right. what it took for you to get to where you are today. Oh, little world. Uh, my yeah. favorite thing is FTP. Fuck these people. <laughs> Live your life. Live your FTP things I didn't even know. <laughs> I learned something new. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. <laughs> hey, I feel like that's the spot I usually be in when they be rotating like that. Yeah. <laughs> I usually right. be the froze motherfucker. But hell yeah, it was dope as hell having you on here. Man, I, I, think Leo, I, think, I think Leo's stuff know it's ready time for her to go to the party, start their birthday, <laughs> birthday weekend. You know, it's, it, Leo's crash every party. <laughs> hey, cut that Leo shit out. We ain't trying to hear that Listen, shit tonight. that just... That just came out of nowhere. Like, uh, it just cut me off. Like, um, something happened. We got to try again. I'm like, oh, not at the end of the show. And now my <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm like, I hope the, the the live stream didn't cut off, but it didn't because I'm watching it. I, I got to always keep it up on this end so I can know what's happening in real time. Mm-hmm. But you know um, what? Should I, should I put the, um, the website in the chat here? Because I got my other phone on over here. I can put it in. Yeah. Man, do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. The the sure, funniest part about this show is that it, it just made me know that all our people watch BT like a motherfucker. So the whole time we on the show, all the comments coming through like, yeah, "I'm watching this show right now," and I'm writing that show. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna ask her this. I'm gonna ask her that. Like y'all all BT watching us, and we love it. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell. And I'm gonna tell your viewers something that you know. I don't know how long I'll be doing that, but. People that do DM me, my you know, my team tell me, stop responding to people. You don't know the people now, so it's gonna be starting. I'm thinking, uh, I'm not uh not gonna if somebody's up messaging me, I'm gonna respond. <laughs> so if you have a question okay. that you were afraid to ask, um, or that you didn't get a chance to ask or didn't get to it or anything, don't hesitate to to hit me up and ask me. Um if I don't get to it the same day, but I literally really do message people back. I've gotten a lot of like, yeah, I've gone to a lot of events just because someone had sent it to me and they'd be like, Oh shit, you responded. No, is this really you? Yeah. It'd be me. Cause I'd be on the <laughs> show. Yeah, it'd be me. Yeah, it'd be me. It, yeah. it literally is her. She responds fast. She's always pleasant. Like this is her overall demeanor. Like even on, live videos and even when I chatted with her like even her assistant is like bomb as hell and very vibrant and we had a really good conversation as well so it was like oh man I'm glad I did reach out I'm glad I did ask those questions because 
like we would have missed this all of this goodness mm -hmm. that she dropped on us this evening yeah, sure. and then sure. again like she has a whole book coming out so if y'all got some questions that yeah, you know y'all right? really want to know about y'all better go ahead and get that book uh a yeah. year in a day book.com make sure y'all follow her at ayana uh um at ms.yanabee on ig and that's right, Sabrina. She don't do it with her half ass. She does it with right. her whole ass. Like right. I always say, each and every week, y'all know. And um, now she can say firsthandedly, oh, man, the Fat Girl Chronicles podcast laid out the show with the loaded questions. We ain't finna ask you no loaded shit. That kind of make you clench up when you're trying to tell your story. Like, oh, you try to set me up? We ain't discussed this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah. I don't even <laughs> I don't even have to for people to send the questions before because I want it to be real. You know, I want it to be real. For sure. You know? That's Roz yeah. Hill. I, I appreciate it. I, I, I got, I got another quick question about your book, though. Are yeah. you doing are you doing a book tour or what? Yeah. Okay. Right. So, you know, as COVID starts to open up more, um, I'm able to, you know, working on itinerary right now. So I will always on my Instagram, I will always, you know, post that. Um, make sure that everyone knows well in advance what city I'm going to be in, what events I'm going to be doing and stuff like that. I always try to post that. Um, my Instagram, um, at ms.yanabean is the same on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, and you know, I'm always on it just like everybody else. <laughs> I'm always on like everyone else. Um, I can't wait to do the book tour and go to different cities. Um, I, I, I love, I'm getting used to, and I love now being able to share my story. As I said, it's, it's healing for myself and, you know, shows like this help me to continue to do that. Your guests asking me the questions that, you know, it's all me learning from you and I appreciate it. And I also wanted to um, make sure that you all know and that your viewers know that once the physical copies are ready, I will make sure that you all have them and I'll make sure you have some to give away to your followers as well. Hey, that's wrong. We appreciate that's that. That's wrong. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the gems in that book, ain't it? That's what you said. It's on a no lot show of yet. them in there. It's a lot of them in there. I feel it already because of the way she was talking on here. I'm like, like oh, y'all gonna leave some of that oh, for the book. Oh. Y'all didn't even heard this part yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, and I know we're out of time, but I'm going to tell you something about the book. It was something that I was supposed to get done like within a two years, within this time frame of from the show coming out. It should have been out, right? And I did start it back then, but now as I've gotten more comfortable, I felt like in the beginning, it was all like fluffy stuff, you know? But it's like, you know what? I'm okay with saying this now, you know? That's my guy said right here, you know, the statue of the limitations is done. <laughs> yeah, I can talk about it now, right? You know, right. You know, there's things that I feel like if I'm not, if I don't give real things, then no one's gonna be able to associate with that. And I don't wanna just put anything out that no one you know, it, it's not fluffy. It, there's real things going on, and I need to make sure that I went back into it and edited it to add those things that are that need to be there. So yes. you'll get a lot. You'll get a lot, and you all will be amongst the first. All right. And if you ever need uh, media coverage, PGC is definitely open to doing that for you as well. You got our Absolutely. email, all that this, all that good stuff. Your yes. sister got my phone number. So That's if you right. ever need, if you ever need media coverage, PGC will definitely uh, come out to any of your events that you need us to I be at. That. Do media coverage and all that good stuff for you. Because yes. we rock with you and we thank you for rocking with us. 
thank on you. here tonight. Um, like I say, each and every week, we want to thank y'all for joining the Fat Girl Chronicles, joining your girl Leo and the squad, the Parcel Squad that's on here tonight. But right, we thank right. you. Make sure you are following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you have not followed us on YouTube, make sure you go do that. Go on over there, type in the Fat Girl Chronicles. You'll see this face pop up. And all you need to do once it does that is hit the subscribe button and right the notifications for each live. If you would like to be a guest on the Fat Girl Chronicles, send us an email at the Fat Girl Chronicles podcast at gmail.com. I'm your girl, Leo Rochelle. We got your boy, The Mouth, your boy, Trosh, and our special guest, Miss Yana Bean, in the building. And like I say, every week, whatever you do for the rest of the evening and for the rest of the week, don't do it with your half ass. Do it with your whole ass, all right? Indeed. Thank y'all for the birthday. It's okay. <laughs> Thank y'all for the birthday wishes and all of that. And happy early birthday, Ayana. If y'all want to see your girl some, it's dollar sign Leo Rochelle on cash. I'm put that shameless plug in there. And then I'm finna head out. See y'all. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make sure you get your booty to refresh and booty. On Sunday, okay? <laughs> and we out, y'all. Peace. Thank you. So close, I fucking taste it. Premature celebration, so let's get fucking wasted.